Welcome back, everyone, to episode eight of Show and Tell. This is my small adventure to highlight uh, creators and contributors to the magic community. Today, I'm very, very excited to be joined by the filthy casuals, uh, Jen and Donnie. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know we've talked a lot on Twitter, haven't quite got a game yet in, which is, you know, the, I'm going to blame the universe. I was joking before. It's, it might be me, but the universe sometimes has a weird way of, of uh, doing things. But uh, thanks for uh, joining me today. No, thanks for having us, man. We've yeah. been looking forward to this, for sure. Thanks for the invite. Of course, of course. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, this, the go-to joke is I always like to start at the beginning. And you guys are some old-school players. You guys have been playing, I think, Magic since 1995. Is that correct? Yes. Long time. I mean, we did take a little break in between, like, right around the time we got married. And then we started back mm -hmm. up. But, yeah, we played... Like, I started, I got really into it, I guess, around Ice Age. Yeah. was kind of oh, when wow. I got okay. into it, and he was into it before me, and he got me into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. So, yeah, I was going to ask, um, and gosh, that's probably, that's even before I started playing. So talk to me, like, about Magic. What, so, what did you, what got you into playing, what? I guess my joke was, what was first? Was playing Magic together or was the relationship first? Like, how did, how did that work? <laughs> uh, the relationship came first. Yeah. The Magic came second. No. Oh, okay. I'll let him share how he got into it. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. So I was hanging out with some friends of mine, and they were playing. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they kind of explained it to me, and then they just grabbed a whole bunch of stuff. and said, look, we're not using these cards. Take this. Nice. So I took the cards, I went home, I looked up, you know, I, I tried to learn some stuff about the game, and then yeah. I built a mono green deck, and it's been, like, it's my favorite thing ever since, so. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, I've been playing it, you know, I don't, I, I think it's rare for someone who's played Magic that long to who have played it, like, all the way through. I think a lot of times you need to, sometimes you take some breaks because it's just, you know, life or there's so many there's so much product out there but um so what so uh jenny sister with ice age what what set were you playing uh, donnie when when you first got into it do you remember like so it was um i want to say it was probably right before ice age okay so you're looking at what what we had um Antiquities so and the dark like, and revised, revised and, and stuff like that. We had a lot of old white border cards. Yes, <laughs> lots yeah. of old white border cards. <laughs> Still do have a lot of old white border cards. <laughs> yeah, there's something. It's funny. Like now, white border cards have a sort of like a uh, reminiscing quality to it. Like I, you know, I think about my when I started playing. They're playing around Urza's, but like it was, you know, friends would give you a bunch of their old white border cards and stuff, and like. I can remember like the lands especially like they have like a special place in like my magic memory of like oh yeah this is like you know sentiment the sentimentality of it all so um, so when you started okay so uh, so Jen how, what how did you get into playing were you just like and were you into it like oh from the beginning or was there some like conjoling or how did that how did that come about um, I mean it was kind of the art like I saw him playing it one day. And I was yeah. like, wow, what is this? What are you doing? What is all of these little cards have all of these pictures on it? And it's all really good mm -hmm. art. So, yeah. of course, somehow I ended up playing too. And now I just, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's such a, a part of who we are and our relationship yeah. too that I couldn't even imagine not playing, you know? 
Yeah. When you guys started, were you playing, is it just kind of like kitchen top magic or, or kitchen table magic? Or was like, do you guys play like competitive formats or did you just I mean, did you play like, I, mean, I guess back, in the beginning back. it was kitchen table for me. And then mm -hmm. uh, we started going to like pre-release events at the game center, downtown Seattle. And okay. I started, I mean, I played, I don't know, probably for five years. And then I just got tired of the meta never That's really changing. That's our dog drinking water, in case you're wondering <laughs> what that noise is. Not a problem. This, this is a pro dog podcast. Sorry, That's please. good, so. because we've got one right here under the table staring at us, too. I would lift awesome. them and show them, but they're like big dogs. So it yeah. doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I played competitively probably for like five years, but oh, wow. I just I got tired of it. I, did, yeah. I lost interest. I got. I was more interested in just, you know, building weird, janky, you know, whatever I wanted to kind of stuff. And yeah, I only ever really did kitchen table casual type stuff. Like we had yeah. another couple actually that was very much into the game too. So the four of yeah. us would get together. It was like every Friday night or Saturday night. Like we would spend all weekend playing. Um, we would uh -huh. eat and play some more, and it was just yeah. we would sleep and get up and play some more, and, <laughs> you know. And it was it was a whole weekend thing. Um, so yeah, it was it was a whole lot of commander was not a thing back then. Like I didn't even know commander's amazing. Yeah. When we came back into Magic and found commander, that's wow. remarkable stuff. Singleton formats way better than kitchen table casual. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I so I always joke that I I'm like the epitome of kitchen table guy. Like I never play. I've been to one Friday night Magic and I just got destroyed by everyone there. And I uh, I would play. I played a lot on and off from I think junior high through high school. And I always joke I went to college and I minored in, in Magic because my that's where my I had a friend who really taught me like how the stack works and all this kind of stuff. And you know I always I always joke I always you know I finally kind of mastered like damage on the stack. And then I stopped playing for it. I came back, and I'm like, "Oh, it's gone!" Like I, I used to use it all the time. What is going on? But yep, um, I missed damage. So <laughs> mana yeah, burn. Oh. And mana burn. I mean, I had built a Citadel of Pain like mana burn deck at one point, and I came back recently, and I was so stoked because I was like, "Yeah, this deck's so cool!" And like, "Oh no, mana burn's gone!" Like you can't. It literally. I'm like, "Oh, this deck does nothing now." Like there's no, <laughs> no mana so pointless. I was like, I was super excited because my friend had actually built it. I think in college and played it against me and I hated it because it was like I have to tap my lands but then I, I get down like I don't know what to like it was such like a mind-blowing deck to play against which is kind of probably embarrassing to say because it probably at the time wasn't that impressive but I was just like you know this is you know pre really like internet you know internet was around but you weren't seeing it there weren't like deck techs and YouTube's all over the place so yeah um, that's funny well I mean it sounds like for you guys I mean commander was coming kind of the, the perfect format which I think there's probably and I don't want to I mean I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think there's a big crossover between kitchen top people and commander because it's a lot of it just you're just kind of playing for obviously the social aspect, but like you get to build a lot of weird and unique mm -hmm. decks, right? Like the, the jankiness. Like when I came back, I came back most recently when Dominaria had just come out and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, I know that plane and all that kind of stuff. And then I found commander was like, oh, like this is like awesome. Like all the kind of cool, mm -hmm. unique things you can do. You could use. I mean, having cards, I mean, you guys, if you've been playing so long, you have cards from obviously w older sets and be able to use a lot of those, I think was a big 
allure as well, right? Because it's like, oh, I can use, you know, I'm not, oh, not yeah. stuck in like standard, even modern. Open up the vault, just get it all out. Yeah. Just, I mean, you can play with anything. That's the that's yeah. the thing I like the most about commanders that you can literally just, you know, pull anything out of anywhere and run it. When, so when did you guys start playing Commander? Is that, I know you said you kind of came back and played, was that a more recent thing or has it been a few years now? No, even before that. So we kind of got back in around Ixalan and it wasn't long okay. after that that we kind of ventured into the world of Commander. Um, mm. And of course we started playing with another couple who also <laughs> played Magic and they played Commander. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we got back into it. And we've just been playing Commander ever since. Like, we don't play anything else. Yeah. So, okay. So, what did, I mean, I, I feel like I should ask some magic questions. So, are, what are, uh, do you have a particular, like, play style when it comes to uh, Commander? In terms of, are any, like, favorite Commanders right now you've been working on or you've been playing with? For me, and I know he's looking at me because every, well, right now I'm on this kick, right? I have Glunch. Love Glunch. Absolutely adore okay. this deck. I've played this deck more than I've played any other deck I've ever built. We went to <laughs> Command Fest Bellevue, and I just played okay. it nonstop. Um, but it's Glunch Tokens, and I love tokens. We're both big on tokens, so it's, yeah. it's just Celestia Tokens, but with Glunch as the commander, which gives me a yeah. great political tool. Like, I can give things to people. I can mm -hmm. make deals with people. It's it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely yeah. my kind of play style. I think a political political aspect is a lot is a underrated part of commander that people kind of overlook in terms of like using that power in terms of like uh, controlling controlling the outcome of a game. You know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I know for me, I was always intimidated by the political piece, right? Like people mm. would do that with me, but I was never. I never got political with other people. Like, I'm going to do this if you'll do this, and that's a problem, and if we deal with it. Like, it took me a long time to really get comfortable <laughs> with that piece. That was my well, struggle. Yeah, it's hard because, you, you know, by nature, Commander, you know, extension EH is a, is a social format, right? I think that's kind of how it originated. And because of the multiplayer aspect, like the politics is a part, you know, if you've played a lot of Magic, it's typically one-on-one. -on -one. So there's no politicking going on, right? You're not going to be like, oh, don't attack me. Why, why would you? So it <laughs> kind of opens. Yeah. It's like you're playing your post. Like, if you don't attack me this turn, like, I'll, I won't attack you. Like, why, why would I make a deal, you know? Right. Um, but it opens up a whole new kind of like play path that people, you know, just aren't either used to or kind of don't really consider. Um, I think you see a lot of people, you know, talk about the, the power of politics. And it's like it could be a very, you know, if you're good at politicking, I think you could really kind of edge yourself out in some cases not that like commander is all about edging people out and winning games uh i think for the most part like it's fun to win but you know it's just different ways of enjoying the game i think it's, it's an important thing to consider you know absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. so about you, you got any fun decks on you've been playing right now or anything that's really caught your eye um, your eyes go wide you know what <laughs> i mean i'm really i've really been putting uh darian through spaces now that we've got a lot more white card draw um yeah. He recently then, updated Darian. Yeah, I, he, I, oh yeah. He forgets to update his decks. I'm like, horrible. He's really like, bad about it. But with all the white card draw now, right? You got the guy that lets you win your opponent's search, right? I got Archimus Logma. Which is a 
amazing. That card is awesome. I got the yeah. the, the maid. What's her name? Um, oh, the busybody. Yeah. She's the one there. that lets you, depending on the amount of tokens you play this turn, you pay X. And you get to go search the top cards of your library, right? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ellen Harbreeze. Ellen Harbreeze. There you oh. go. There you go. I love it. That's and right. Benny. You have the Benny thing now. Yep. And all these wonderful token things in white that also do card draw things. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've been I've been playing Darian a lot lately. That's I cool. It. I, uh... <laughs> It sounds like it's a good deck. I'm yeah, I'm really bad at it. I have this, I have this thing where I build decks. I get an idea for a deck. I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool deck to have. So I'll build this deck, and then it'll just it'll sit on a shelf. And like, mm-hmm. I have you know, I think I just I just built a Fumiko, which is like a the red mm-hmm. female samurai. It's like a it's like a, a, you have to attack oh, yeah. each turn, so it's like a fight deck. Yeah. So then I built that because I'm like, oh, Falco Spara came out. And I was like, oh, like a, mm-hmm. a, a token uh, counters creature matters sort of deck. Though I was really bummed because I originally thought is you could use this ability, you could pull counters off of any of your cards, but it's off of just creatures. Yeah. So I was like, I would think I was so smart. I was like, oh yeah, like if you use this like suspend cards, you can get them out really fast. I was like, oh, I, was, I reread it. I was like, oh no, I completely. So that was I finished the deck because why not, you know? But I was just like, I was so disappointed. I was like, oh man, this is this is why I'm not a deck builder. <laughs> I just kind of, but um. Yeah, it was definitely one of those things. But I love, I mean, I love, you get an idea for a deck. Like, I think it's really cool, like, the process of putting it together. I, I always joke, I think I have more decks than I've actually played games of Commander, just because I haven't, you know, I don't. Other yeah. than, I think, uh, MTG Vegas in last November is, like, the first time I really, I don't, like, I really have a play group around me. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever, I just keep, you know, I like, um, I'm big on tribal stuff. So, like, I have a Knights deck, and I have mm-hmm. a, um, what else do I have? I have a Shrines deck I'm working on, and, like, all this oh. other kind of stuff. So <laughs> Shrines. <laughs> Shrines yeah. are not my favorite thing, Donnie. Also, has a Shrines deck. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you use the uh, the commander from the, the the Shrines commander essentially from Neo Kamigawa or? No, I'm actually it's Kenrith, and it's okay. creatureless enchantments. Okay. So there's no creatures in the deck. There are enchantments in the deck that can create creatures. Gotcha. You know, like Shark Typhoon and that other kinds of stuff. But the primary yeah. win con is a uh, door to nothingness, <laughs> yes. powered by signets. Okay. Oh, that's he has cool. shown me the door to nothingness a couple of times now. Yeah. <laughs> see, I th- see, that's the kind of thing I think I think is cool. Is like those kind of alternate win conditions, or like like my shrine's deck. I have Garth One Eye as the commander mm-hmm. because like I think it's a cool card and I like his ability. I don't know if it's necessarily a strong commander to build around on his own. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a five-color yeah, five commander. Is. It absolutely yeah. is. Oh, I, well, again, that's why I'm not the deck builder. I'm just I was like, oh, let's put this stuff together. But, uh, you know, gives you a chance to tap and make a Black Lotus. Like, I'll never touch a Black... You know what I mean? I'm never going to hold mm-hmm. one, but, I, you know, having a token one, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's funny, yeah. And I think, you know, that's for a lot of people... Like, just the there's so many uh, aspects of commander that you can kind of get into i think is why it really draws a lot of people in um but like for you guys you know i think you were you kind of had made a name as uh you know a couple going on and and making the rounds on a lot of uh, guest streams and everything so how was that like what i guess what motivated you guys to kind of start get on you know playing on streams or was that just something that just kind of happened or it just kind (laughs) of happened like so 
I mean, Donnie started, he started playing on Spell Table, right? So he found okay. people. Yeah. We, we kind of started on Instagram and kind of worked our way over to Twitter. We met a lot more people who played over Spell Table on Twitter than we ever okay. did on Instagram. And then, yeah, like, one of the first games I ever remember playing was um, Alan with Mental Misplay. Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. wanted to do this all-girl stream, right? So it was, like, me and Zbex and... Um, Oh, um, her name is Missed My Triggers on Instagram. Oh, that's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mackenzie. Mackenzie, yeah. Um, Mackenzie. So we all played, and it was it was a lot of fun, and I think that was one of my earliest experiences with streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, then we met the ladies from Tap That MTG, Leslie and Shauna, and okay. I just... They were, I don't know, they were our age, and they were playing Magic, and they were hilarious, and I loved it, and <laughs> mm-hmm. and we just all became really good friends, and we guessed it on theirs many times, and that yeah. just kind of led to, oh my god, there's so many streamers, like, there's so many people yeah. we could be playing with, yeah. and then yeah. it was recorded, I'm like, I can go back and watch it, this is exciting, <laughs> like, I can go back and go, look at that, I misplayed right there, yep. you know, and... Yeah, that's literally how it got started. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's you know it's amazing the breadth of the streaming community when it comes to especially Commander and just the amount of people who are out there and just you know I don't want to say that having like more followers or any sort of thing like you know is, is any sort of indication in terms of self worth, but it's kind of cool. Like a lot of times you'll see like a lot of people playing a lot with a lot of different <laughs> levels of like. Oh, like these stream, you know, because sometimes it, it can be really easy, especially like when it comes to like gaming communities. Like there can be a lot of weird gatekeeping that comes around with like, mm-hmm. oh, like I don't want to play with these. But like it's always cool. Like I think for the most part, the, the community, the, especially the streamers or guests, everyone's really happy just to kind of get games, you know, which is really, I think, really fun to see. Um, and it's always, they're always so entertaining. Like I think for the most part, people are, are, are very fun and very uh, easy to get along with. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I always think about when I kind of started getting back into magic and then like this kind of weird part-time content creator world or whatever you want to call it with my end. Like, you know, I found you guys on Twitter and like there was a bunch of people who I kind of found all at once and just kind of being involved and like seeing the your tweets and the way you interact with people. I'm like, oh yeah, these are like awesome people and these are really easy people to kind of talk to. They're very fun and very welcoming. And I think that's a very important aspect of the magic community that definitely needs to be highlighted. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do here is you know, finding these people and really being able to kind of shine a light on what they're doing. And I know for like you guys, especially, I think you guys have been probably one, two of my favorite people to kind of follow on Twitter and follow your games. Cause you're always, you're always so, I mean, you're always so inspiring. You're always so nice. You're always so happy. Like it's, it's always so fun to kind of like be in that realm. And I think you guys, you know, because you know, that's in a lot of ways, you guys are an inspiration to me as a sort of like small creator and just person out there. Like, uh, to, to see like what the best of the community can be so i you know i you know tip my hat my <laughs> to you guys like i think you guys are, are, are definitely a very positive influence and i you know, hope you guys keep doing what you're doing as long as as long as you want to right like if, if it if it ever not it's not fun like you can move on but i definitely think you guys have been have been great so um and you know even more so not you know you've kind of gone from guest streamers to pretty powerhouse streamers yourself <laughs> now, you know, I, I, I you know, I, see, I saw you guys kind of take oh. the leap. Yeah. <laughs> We're strong like that. <laughs> strong like that. Uh, I mean, th- from what I, the, the community you guys have built in, you know, on your own, you know, under your own self, I, I think it's been pretty impressive in a relatively short amount of time. 
you know, I'm in your guys' Discord. I see the amount of games you're doing and the, the interactions. What, I guess, what inspired you to kind of go from, you know, bouncing on other people's streams to say, you know, let's let's do this, do this on our own. Like, let's start, you know, hosting our own nights and kind of bringing people on. What was that, uh, I guess, what was that conversation like? And what yeah. was, like, the, the, that jump like for you guys? I mean, it was kind of, we found ourselves... People started asking us, hey, when are you guys going to start streaming? You know, when are you guys going to do this? When are you, you know, and then, and then we, we kicked it around and we were like, well, you know, do we really want it? Is that something that we can see ourselves doing? And then it was just kind of like, you know what? Sure, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's see what happens, right? What's, what's the worst that can happen? You know, we're, we're, we're already playing online. We're already guesting on streams. So... You know, let's go ahead and take it to the next level, and it's just been—it's been great. It's been amazing. Yeah. You know, we've met—we've met so many people that we never would have had an opportunity to interact with before, since you know the pandemic and spell table and all this other stuff. And I don't—I mean, it, it's just—it's. It's been a really amazing experience, and we hope we can just keep, you know, doing what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. What I mean, so what it, what's it been like? <laughs> I guess building out like your community. Have you what I guess for people who maybe kind of want to do kind of something similar. What have you found has been the most rewarding part, and what have you found is maybe something you didn't think about beforehand, or something you found to be kind of more difficult? Has there been any like weird big hiccups, like? Oh, you know, scheduling can be hard, or just balancing <laughs> your your, <laughs> your uh, can be hard. magic and non-magic life. Like, what what are those uh, things been like? Trying to balance, like we both have regular jobs too, so trying mm -hmm. to balance that along mm -hmm. with all of this, and still like this is what we want to be doing. But I mean, we're not gonna ever. This is gonna be like the only thing we do. <laughs> I mean, unless yeah. somebody wants to like throw some money at us, because oh. I'm 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 willing. I'm no. totally willing. No. You're ready. <laughs> let's let's get these guys soldiers. They they they'll make the jump the full time. Like just give them that. Give them the signal, and they're ready to go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, balancing has probably been the trickiest part because we we really do like to interact with everyone. We've we've got a lot of really good friends that we've made during this process yeah. just on the time we've been on Twitter. Plus, I mean, before that, when we were on Instagram, and I mean, we're still on Instagram, but we're probably a lot more active on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but we've made some really great friends and trying to balance everything and go to these events and be a part of things as well as try to balance out the schedule. And we had a lot of people that are like, we want to play with you. And we're like, we want to play with you too. But yeah. can you book in two months? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's, yeah. I want to get in games with everyone. If somebody asks, I never want to be that person that says no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I can, I mean, I think that's probably, you know, that's what you kind of want to get out of this sort of thing, right? You want people to be excited to come play with you guys. And, you know, the fact that you're booking month, weeks, months out in advance, I think it, I think it points to you guys are probably doing something right, you know? So that's... I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to, like, building a community and kind of be involved with these people... Uh, Donnie, can you explain to me why you shouldn't always die first? I I can't imagine there being a true a reason. Is there? So, you, no, you, <laughs> so it's because he plays things like shrines one of, and kind one of, of our one of our followers. One of our followers 
Um, the first time they saw me play, I was playing my Kenrith Shrines deck. Oh boy. And are we talking about Riley or Bowser? We're talking about Riley. Um, Riley cats. It's the kind of deck that once it reaches a certain point, it almost becomes impossible to interact with. Uh-huh. It is impossible. To and interact with. and I had I had reached that point in this game, and it was it was torture for the other three players until it was <laughs> over. It was. I mean, I think I was I was, I was doing one like, of those three players. <laughs> one turn I did like I don't know 37 damage during my upkeep and then the next turn it just got it just it gets out of control very quickly um, and and ever since that moment that kind of started the Donnie, Donnie Dice first thing and the then DDFC. you know Corey DDFC. over at uh, that TCG guy um, you know he's a real big proponent of that as well uh <laughs> We used to go back and forth when I was on his stream. You know, I'd be Corey dies first. He's like Donnie dies first, and then it just turned into this this mm-hmm. kind of movement as we started spending more time on stream and you know that kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, I do have decks that that, that can do the thing. But I mean, I don't win any more decks than anybody or any more games than anybody else does. It's because Donnie dies first. <laughs> It's also because he has this uncanny way of when you think it's over and he's defeated, he's going to come back. And if you ignore him, he's going to come back stronger. And I know this, and people that have never played with him don't believe me until it happens. (laughs) (laughs) What's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the mentality you're supposed to have, right? Like, you know, there's always, it's always the joke with the heart of the cards. Like you always have, there's always that out. And if you can just figure it out and, you know, it's commanded. There's so many different lines. There's so much going on. Uh, you just get one more turn. <laughs> one more. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes all it takes is one more turn, right? Mm-hmm. One more card can be the difference. It really does. Between. I won a four-hour game of Commander with Halo Fountain. And to me, oh. that was the craziest <laughs> experience I've ever had. <clears throat> but it was because I had that one more turn. That's what did it. It's it's crazy how sometimes these lines can play out where you could have, you know, a four-hour game, but it comes down to, like, what you had one more turn, right? And then had mm-hmm. something, you know, had you drawn a land instead of whatever, maybe it would have gone a different way. But, like, I think, again, I think that's why com- there's such a big pull for a lot of people for Commander is because there's such a uh, variety in deck building, but the singleton format especially, like, you know, you know, you never know what's really going to happen. No game really should ever play out the same. I mean, maybe if you kind of get to the more uh, streamlined, I guess CEDH is kind of built around the thought of like getting your thing, go, doing the yeah. thing as quickly and most efficiently as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's I, that's going to be that, that's more of a power level discussion with your group. We're trying to we're trying to get out of the game, but uh, mm-hmm. but I've also heard Jen's always a threat. So I don't know. I I, I absolutely she is. She absolutely that. is. <laughs> Uh, it's a propaganda campaign to uh, get the pressure off of him. It's smart. That's the that's the that's the politicking part of Commander. Donnie mm-hmm. just you know he he's trying to get back um, that evil that level playing field for you guys, so he's not yep. just immediately targeted, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yep, that's what he did. It's to take the attention off him. Yep. Because mm. <laughs> you know I'm the president of the DDFC. <clears throat> I'm the president of the club that says he must die first. Yeah. 
Yes, that's you got to be careful. You know, watch your back. <laughs> always <laughs> head on the swivel. And have a swivel. Exactly. I always tell that I play basketball. I'm like, you gotta have your head on a swivel when you're guarding your guy. Yep. Because you never know the you know, kind of the ball's gonna be here. So mm-hmm. be ready. You know, basketball and magic. Like the cross section of basketball and magic. There it is. Head on a swivel. There you go. You to playing there. defense and playing commander. Yep. Um, <laughs> so you know, I you know, I kind of talked about CDH a little bit. Um, there's a lot of opinions about just like commander and, and playing games in general. So like for you guys, uh, what do you, when you go to play a game, I, you know, actually I think Jen, you might even tweet it's either today or yesterday. You kind of tweeted about this, um, like what you try to get out of playing the game. Like for you guys, like what are you looking for out of a game of commander or, or magic or, you know, whatever it is. Like, what do you, what do you think is the most important, important part of when you sit down and you start playing, like what you're looking to get out of it? For me, I just want to have a good time. And I don't want to be the only one having a good time. Like, I want everyone to have a good time. Like, I mean, if your intention is to win, that's great. But I also want you to have a good time. Like, I don't want winning to be the main focus. Yeah. Um, A lot of that came from... We started playing with Bobby Christine. Bobby Christine is, is a big advocate for... Think about the things you play, right? Think about the cards, right? Think about how you're interacting with other people and then how you want to be interacted with. And that really got me thinking about the way I play. And, you know, instead of playing with, like, a regular counter spell, let's play with Arcane Denial. Let's give someone card draw because I took away whatever they were going to do. And that's how I try to go into everything now. Yeah, it's tough with with the way Magic has been as a game and, like, with Commander because there's so many ways to kind of approach how you play. Because, you know, at its core, you know, I guess pre-Commander, it was really like you're playing, you know, it's one-on-one, you're kind of playing to win. But with, like, this type of play style, like, it's really was designed as, like, a more hang out with your friends, play uh-huh. weird old cards sort of thing. And, you know, I, I don't have the answers. I You know, I, I consume a lot of commander twitter and youtube or whatever and it's like i go back and forth and i'm just like you know like you should be able to play you know does someone get you know, likes playing stacks or whatever like why should they you know not get to play the way they want but they're obviously like most things there's there's got to be a balance right you don't want one person's enjoyment to negate the other three or however many people's uh play style uh, my dogs are just cracking me up. I, they're never behind us like this doing this. I don't know why they're doing it now. They, they're like, this is our moment to shine. This is our how we become YouTube famous to my small, small, like 17 subscriber audience, half of which are my friends. But you know what? My All my friends are big dog people, so I, you know, I would follow a dog YouTube channel if it was just hanging out. Like, I got two small dogs that I love to death but drive me crazy. So mm-hmm. can't can't argue with the dogs. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's it's one of those things like trying to find find that balance of uh, uh, what's enjoyable for every, for everybody, mm-hmm. uh, and then jo- it's enjoyable for the dogs. Like if the dogs aren't enjoyable, having like what you know what, what can you yeah. do there. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> what have you found um, has been? I mean, when you guys start games, do you do like the rule zero conversation, or how, how have you found effective ways to kind of uh, present the the game to kind of make sure everyone's having a good time? Oh no! Absolutely. We start every every session off with okay. What what's everybody trying to 
to do this evening? You know, what what's the mood? What's the vibe? You know, and then we just kind of we'll go from there, mix and match, and talk about. Well, you know, somebody say, hey, I, you know, I just built this, or you know, I've been testing this, or. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So how about, you know, how do you think this would do with this? Or, the, you know, and we just kind of play mix and match for however long it takes to, to find a good mix. And, I mean, most of the time that works really, really well for us. We haven't had a lot of, like, you know, one-sided games doing it that way. No. I, I can only think of one game we played, and it wasn't on our stream, but it was on someone else's, and it was the only time it's been really mismatched, but... Playing against an Enchantress deck, I feel like it's always tricky. Um, <laughs> this one was really tricky. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, no, I, I think we don't prevent people from playing things, right? Like Donnie said, we kind of have this conversation. He always starts out with, what's the vibe? Yeah. What's everyone feel like playing? I mean, I, like, he's play, just... I got everything from like mono green Obia to Memnarch. I don't know. We're not a fan of power level. I don't no. do well with a scale of 1 no. to 10. It's too arbitrary. Like, like I don't Intent know. Intent matters. Yeah. You know, you can play, yeah. like, Darian, I run most of the fast mana and all the pain lands. Yeah. But my commander costs 6. Yeah. It's going to get removed. And we kill it many times. I'm going to have to cast it. Back. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to have to try to cast it at least once, if not twice a game. Well, uh, that's 12 mana for the... <laughs> You know, and, and it's just kind of like intent matters. Deck building matters. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody said the other day, you know, kind of like what you were just saying, mm -hmm. take into consideration the other player's experience. Mm -hmm. You know, build decks that you would that you're going to be happy losing to. Yeah. 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 Someone did say that. Who and was that? that? It was so good. I, I read it. I read it. I read it this morning, and I was like, "Yeah," and Build that really resonated. The kind of decks you want to play against. Yeah, and that really resonated with me. I love that. You know, one of my favorite win cons is killing everybody at the same time. Yes. Like everybody, even yes. me. Like everybody does. So that way, you don't have that one player that's sitting there for like an hour while everyone else is still playing. Because that's the worst. Which I did is that usually me. That's day. usually me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. They're coming after you first. Um, that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite win con is whether it's like pestilence effects or, you know, even if it's just storming off and taking everybody out at the same time. You know, yeah. that's, triumph of the hordes. Yeah, triumph of the hordes is a personal favorite. Apparently, that's one that's been associated with me now. Uh, well, <laughs> after what you did to Steph, come on. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I just you know created a whole bunch of Pegasi and then killed everyone with an infected Pegasi. Yeah, it was fine. That's you know seems right up right on par for uh, the return of the Phyrexians and you know infected. Yeah. Right. Ever get a, a Phyrexian Pegasus? That would be uh, that'd be actually kind of yeah. cool. You know, there's some. I'm oh, trying yeah. to get an altar made. What is that card that makes Pegasi based on your life total? Oh. Uh, I don't remember the name. Stormbird. Stormbird. That's yeah, something like that. I think it's got a herd. And I want to get a um, altar made where they look like Phyrexian Pegasi instead. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. what else? I guess no. Night. What is a? I think Nightmare. I don't think it's a Pegasus, but it's like a dark Nightmare horse. It's an old school card. Probably not very good yeah. these days, yeah. but I, uh, back in the day. Toughness based on the number of swamps that you have. Yeah, yeah. it's a good card. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, that's cool. That's funny. I, if I, uh, I actually Pegasus would be pretty cool. We're just gonna have that one for free. There you go. There's there's a there's one for your art file. Uh, 
Mark Rosewater, like make that his other but. But yeah, you know, I think I think you guys have it right. I think you know, building a vibe, you know, trying to find power levels by numbers, like you know, like you said, Donnie, it's too arbitrary. Like what's a, you know, what's a seven to you might be a might be a five to me or might be a nine to me, because there's no real way of you know how do you uh, quantitate like power level of a deck, right? There's so much that goes into it, um, and I think you know. I think being able to kind of at least get an idea of like what you want to get out of the game, uh, and I think it's okay to build decks that you know have like soul. You know, there's obviously should every deck have a soul ring or mana crypt. Like I think you know fast mana is fine, but if you build fast mana with like offset it with like expensive commanders or expensive creatures, like that's kind of a good way to to balance mm -hmm. the two, right? Uh, I think people probably need to run more interaction. That's probably my biggest thing I think about. It's like you know, <laughs> yep. just run a little more interaction, and you, you can probably have a lot less problems with people's tax levels because you know everyone want to constantly yeah. want I, I don't think sitting everyone's sitting there spinning their wheels for five turns is necessarily the best way but again i don't know maybe that's that's like maybe that's old school battle cruiser commander and maybe that's what people want to do but i just think you know there's got to be a uh, a give and take on both sides right i think to make mm -hmm. the the games more enjoyable for everyone like you got to give a little get a little so um sure. but and you know like i said i think you guys have been doing a a great job of kind of really building out this sort of community of people who, you know, play together, vibe together. That's really, what, I mean, Commander's a vibe, right? That's really what it comes down mm -hmm. to. Like, you're just trying to vibe, you're trying to hang out. You know, Spell Table, I know, has been great for, for a lot of people being able to play, kind of being stuck inside. So uh, I think you guys have been uh, been doing a great great job of that, and I'm, I'm really happy to see that uh, people are lining up to play with you. Um, <laughs> you guys said you were at Command Fest Richmond, is that? or is Bellevue. 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 I, so if there was like a like a bunch of them like all back there to back, so I kind of you know got them all. Whatever. Well, and so, some were going on at the same time. Like Bellevue was going on at the same time the one in Florida was happening. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, which is kind of yeah. weird. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess scheduling is a little weird, but I, you know, I, I guess if you're going to go to distance and location wise, maybe it makes sense that you don't need to have them spaced out. But uh, how was that? I mean, how was uh, how's your experience going to? I mean, had that being your first command fest or was that something you'd done before what was that like well so we went to magic the last magic fest in seattle which is like 2019, 2019. okay that was that was just before like yeah pandemic, before pandemic. and yeah. that was amazing so that was our first big event mm -hmm. and then yeah this one was even better yeah oh really because we had all of these people like yeah uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, there's something about someone walking up to you going, aren't you? And I'm like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, <me. laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, and all of these people we've made friends with and yeah. like we got to meet Bobby Christine and Lynn Frank and all of these people we've been playing magic with. Yeah. Um, and then new people too. And then we got to meet people from Wizards and yeah. we had the we had this whole situation with pastimes, so pastimes was the organization <laughs> with this. Okay. Um, I don't know if you saw all of that, but Donnie wasn't answering my text. Yeah. So I put on Twitter, someone tell Pippin to text yep. his wife. Well, and pastimes got a hold of that, and they just went crazy with it, and they loved it. Yeah. We ended up meeting their social media manager. Her name oh, really? was Candace. Candace. Yeah. <laughs> And she yeah, let us, great. the very last day, she took a picture of us together, and she was 
so excited and you could just see the excitement on her face and she goes I'll be right back and she comes back with all these cards upside down in these sleeves and she says pick two and these were those Ampersand. Oh, yeah. Those are. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Just because we were just being us and dorky and. Yeah. Best move I ever made putting that on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea it was going to be some. She said people at Wizards got a big kick out of it, too. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I think that speaks a lot to, like you said, being yourself. Like, I think it's important to, like, be yourself, right? Like, that's for for a lot of people like playing magic and doing this, this being themselves it's like maybe it's nerdy or whatever but like that's you know that's part of the fun like kind of not worrying about that kind of thing and just oh. going out there and enjoying yourself and being able to you know that's i mean that's a that's a great story right that is like that is one of those things you look back on and you think about like uh, what people can talk about in terms of like communities and like oh maybe they're not as welcoming but you hear stories like that like that's that shows you like the kind of people that are out there and the kind of people you can come friends with mm-hmm. and meet. And yeah. I think that's really the kind of stuff that uh, I really like, you know, I really like to hear it. And that's, <laughs> I mean, and now, you know, anytime you're at an event, you have a, you have a whole cavalcade of people you can reach out to and be like, <laughs> someone found me, find my husband. Like he's run yeah. off again. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yep. So oh, yeah. that's, yeah. And, <laughs> and there's definitely something to be said about in-person magic. Right. I, um, uh, I went to, I think I said earlier, I was at uh, MTG Vegas back in, I think, last November, and it was kind of like the first big, probably the, might have been the first event post-lockdowns, and um, I, you know, I got to meet, like, I got to meet uh, Veggie Wagon in person. I had kind of started talking to him on awesome. Twitter, and I got to meet the one Jame in person, and um, I got to meet Lord Kaiju in person, and, like, these are guys, like, we kind of, I had been tweeting with and, like, talking to about and like, kind of seeing them, and actually, see, you know, be able to meet them in person and like we got some games hanging out like that was a really cool experience like meeting these people you've kind of only known virtually and you know especially i can imagine you guys the amount of games you played and the people you met like getting to sit down and like see them in person um Mm -hmm. really highlights the importance of the gathering you know in in magic the gathering and um it's always you know i I think that's an important aspect of this of this whole weird wild world we find ourselves in with this little cardboard uh game we we play so mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that's great I Our expensive little cardboard rectangles oh yep. gosh yes <laughs> that is the truth right there yes. <clears throat> so uh, uh well you know oh i gotta figure out how to edit that out uh, <laughs> uh you know guys you've been great i've i've been so stoked to be able to sit down with you i'm glad we got to uh get this sorted away um i've been on vacation last week so i was like oh yeah i gotta get ready and super stoked to finally you know be able to talk to you guys in person i mean this is cool too like you know only interacting with people on twitter and then kind of getting to see their faces and talk with them like it's again it's it's that inter uh, interpersonal relationship thing that i think really is a big asset to uh, to the magic community uh, in general so it's, it's been a very good time so um what i what i like to do because uh, i you know i the goal for me on this on this podcast is, is building out community uh, so what i do and whatever i can when i have my guests is uh I'm going to uh, pop up my community board, which is this really silly little uh, cork, cork board with my pins. I'm going to pop it up and, go, and I'm going to make a pin. And um, I look to support my community in any way I can. The, the, I think the best way that I can is helping them like 
financially or fiscally, right? So like, I'm gonna be, next time I can catch your stream, I'm gonna you know, become a subscriber, right? So now I'm always gonna be one of your subscribers. So at least in that way, I can always try to help you, you know, little, you know, the little ways I can to kind of help you guys continue to work on your content and being able to support you guys. Like the show and tell show will do its part in that aspect. So that way, you know, I can, after this is done and it's uploaded, like at least I can, there's a way I can continue to support you guys. So uh, I look forward to be able to do that next time I can catch on. So I will we'll see the little show and tell to you thing becomes a subscriber. And I will, you know, that'll be something I maintain. Uh, as, as a small just gesture of being able to, to follow you guys in, on this great adventure you, you go, you're doing together, which is super cool. Um, and additionally, we kind of talked about uh, in uh, my continued slash, you know, with my guest, uh, the continued fight for uh, bodily autonomy, we'll be making another donation to the uh, National Abortion Federation. Uh, again, if there is, you know, any way that we can continue to help people get the possibly life-saving health care that they deserve, um, this is one step towards that as well. So um, those are obviously two things uh, I will, I'm passionate about. And uh, I just want to thank you guys again for, for coming on. This has been great. I'm looking forward to getting a game with you at some point. Um, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, I, I, I'll sure. slide in one of those slots. I, I will make time on my end. Uh, if I can, I'm telling you, me man, in. maybe yeah. Friday night, just hit me up. Perfect. <laughs> just let me know for sure. Uh, so thank you again. Um, anybody, you know, Cal, I will have all your socials and everything linked below. So, you know, Feel free if you're if anyone's watching this to uh, find them on Twitter. You know, get some games and join their community. Their Discord's really fun. Um, and yeah, uh, if you like this show, I you know I was I just I've just now started. I think this is like episode what, episode eight. I now tell people if you're interested, like maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like I don't know, like who maybe I'll break I'll break twenty subscribers this month. Like that'd be kind of cool. But if not, that's fine. I had fun. So um, <laughs> guys, I think, got you. I'll subscribe. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Like that's that might be too. Anyway, if you both have one, that's right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. I actually have three. Oh, three. oh, there we go. We that's oh, yeah. We, go. we can do that. All right, I can, I can retire happy now. Breaking twenty is like that's that's like a <laughs> eye in the sky for me, man. It's rolling in the deep, man. Call me, uh, call me Adele. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> uh, guys, thank you again so much for coming on, and um, look forward to seeing uh, what the future holds. And you know, I maybe one of these days if I, if I catch you at a. a, a convention or whatever and love to get a game in person because you know again what is magic without the gathering so uh, that would thanks. be amazing dude. yes absolutely perfect well thanks everyone for watching and we will catch you next time <laughs>